it's very empowering because I feel like that's something we need in an industry like this that always tries to pit women against each other. And it's important for me because I think as a young woman coming into the industry, I need people around me who can look out for my best interests. Yeah, and also, give you that talk. Yeah, and, and have good intentions, you know. Yeah. So I think it's a difference between having like, um, you know, like a group full of men versus women. Yeah. So I think it's important. Torres. Welcome to another episode of Tap In with TT, and I'm your host, TT Torres. And on this episode, I sat down with one of my favorite female artists, Flo Millie. I absolutely adore Flo Millie. She first came on my radar during the pandemic. She had a viral moment with Conceited, and Conceited happens to be one of my favorite songs because the original is Remy Ma. You gotta concede it. You got a reason. So, you know, there's similarities to both of those songs. And she had a viral moment with that song. And she's from Alabama. So I had to speak to her. We talked about her TikTok popularity, growing up in Alabama, what it's like to have an all-woman team, and not to mention growing up and singing in the church. We also spoke about that relationship with Lotto. Is it real or was that hookup just a hookup through the PR teams? So tap in. It's TT Torres and you're listening to Tap In with TT. Top Torres. All right, Top 97, number one for hip-hop is T.T. Torres. Flo Millie's in the building. It's a Friday night takeover. <laughs> All right, so Monday and Tuesday, you had a show here in New York. Yes. I saw the videos online. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yes. And we were talking behind the scenes. One of your fans made you cry. Yes. How did that happen? Okay, so I was doing a meet and greet, and like I normally do meet and greets before every show on tour, but like it was this girl and this her boy best friend, and they came up to me, and like she was already just like losing it before she even came out there. So I knew she had like good energy. But, like, when she came up to me, she was just telling me everything, like, how when I dropped my first um, mixtape, how it, like, helped her with her confidence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a heart-to-heart moment that I never really had with a fan. Are you still enjoying these moments? Because I know, yeah. you know, it's still early on in your career, but you've had, you know, a few projects before the recent one you just dropped. Mm-hmm. But does it still feel humbling to you, or does it feel like, oh, my God, it's getting to be work? Um... Honestly, I feel like it's it's more so me getting to work. Like, I'm more so focused on, like, all right, I need to keep going, you know. But, I mean, it's still, like, both kind of in a way because, of course, like, I was blowing up during the pandemic, so I didn't get to experience the radio interviews yeah. or the shows and stuff like that. So it's kind of like both hand in Which is interesting, right? Because sometimes it's it could go either two ways for artists during the pandemic, right? 
you you can't do nothing, so you can't get your music. Yeah, you're yeah. just sitting at home, you yes. know, putting music out. You can't really touch the people. Yeah. So it's kind of harder to break, right? Mm-hmm. But you, on the other hand, you've had a lot of success during the pandemic without having to physically be in front of people. Yeah. But I guess now you can really see <laughs> and feel the energy, right? For sure, yeah. Like, it's, it's different because, like, of course, especially, it would be different. Well, I'm not going to say, because I did kind of start to, like, blow up in 2019. So that was right before the pandemic. Right. But, like, when this really started to happen, it was, like, in the 2020. middle. Of, yeah. yeah. So I was, like, you know, it kind of was, like, a bittersweet moment. Like, I don't really like being in people's face all the time. So I was, <laughs> like, oh, this kind of sweet. Like, I ain't got to do nothing. But at the same time, I didn't want to get, like, stagnant and, yeah. like, used to... Because I knew the world wasn't going to stay like that forever. So I'm like, nah, I want to stay on the move, on the yeah. go. Like, I'm that type of person anyway. So you're from Alabama. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing you, like like I said, you did a show here in New York. But how has Alabama shaped you to be able to have these experiences and transcend yeah. from there to like, okay, and now I'm in New York in front of yeah. these the hardest people in the world, quote unquote, <laughs> that's what they say. But I don't know. I yeah. think I feel like New Yorkers are nice, you know? I feel what I'm like saying? New Yorkers are nice too. Like I was telling my Anara, because he's from New York, and he I'm like, he always say I give that vibe off. I guess cause we don't take no shit in Alabama either. Like we got Southern hospitality, but it's kind of the same way. Yeah. Just I feel like New Yorkers are still like good people, but y'all just have a different way of approaching that. Like yeah. people can see it as like aggressive, but no, I fuck with New York. So. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to really talk about the projects you've put out and um, what inspired your titles, okay? So Ho, why why is you here? And then you still hear Ho. Yeah. Um, what, what made you really want to explore do that. that? Do that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I can't really remember the first time I saw that. Like, I know a lot of people thought I got it from Jocelyn, which I did, but I don't think I saw it there first. I remember just being on Instagram. And, like, I'm the type of person that kind of gets inspiration from the oh, randomness, okay. like, the most <laughs> random things. So I really can't remember where, but I remember I was on social media, and I was thinking of, like, I wanted my title name to be witty and something that was, like, catchy. Attention. Yeah. yeah, like, so I made sure it was something like that, and I felt like that kind of fit my personality. And then once people started saying, oh, that's Jocelyn, I was like, whoa. Like, I started seeing the memes, and it just all came together because, like, I love reality TV anyway, so. I was going to ask you, are you an avid reality TV watcher? Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's kind of Because your videos and skits are, like, you know, yeah. kind of like reality-ish, you mm-hmm. know, produce. Yeah. Yeah. So do you direct those yourself? No, I don't direct them. It was more like a team effort. Yeah. Um, but like growing up, I I grew up watching reality TV, so we kind of wanted to hone in something on something that was true to me. Yeah. And not just like trying to make me do something. Which one was your favorite? Definitely Tiffany Pollard. Oh yeah, she crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. That's like my spirit animal. So. No. What's yeah. the one thing that, about her that you could say? Okay, that's definitely me. First of all, she a Capricorn. Okay. And, like, I don't know. I feel like we have similar personalities. Like, yeah. I probably don't show that side of myself all the time in public, but, like, the way she be, like, that's not... <laughs> because when so, I watch your videos, I'm yeah. like, yo, this girl is crazy. But in person, you seem shy and yeah. kind of reserved. Don't let that fool you. <laughs> it's just because I don't know y'all like that. But, I mean, once people know me, it's, like, a whole different... Like, it's a whole different side. Yeah. That's really to, like 
protect that side. Yeah. So what y'all see is. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, speaking of team, you have a all basically an all woman team that mm-hmm. you have, which is yeah. pretty cool. Your shout out to Ebony, your manager, mm-hmm. and then you have your stylist. Who, by the way, I just saw her on the cover of was it Forbes? Yeah, she did an interview. Yeah, yeah, talking about your style and everything like that. How yeah. do, how is how empowering is it to have so many powerful women around you? It's very empowering because I feel like. That's something we need in an industry like this that always tries to pit women against each other. And it's important for me because I think as a young woman coming into the industry, I need people around me who can look out for my best interests. Yeah, and also, give you that talk. Yeah, and, and have good intentions, you know? Yeah. So I think it's a difference between having like, uh, no offense, but like a group full of men versus women. Yeah, I think it's important. I always say, I always, I get a lot of um, young artists, female artists that come to my show. I'm like a woman's executive. Like yeah. all the young rap females love me, yeah. and I love them. Yeah. But I always tell them if I could give them advice is to have or have big sisters around you right. because it's important. We can help you navigate this mm-hmm. industry from all different type of perspectives yeah. not just the business side but also just have sometimes having a bad fucking day yeah or just learning how to be a woman yeah like having women around you who like like you said it's not always even about the music industry just like personal things in life knowing how to maneuver through certain situations like it's well needed yeah and having that balance right because women have to do it all yeah. we have to be caretakers we have to be mothers to some um sisters and then we got to go out here and perform and we take care of so much yeah it's so much in one like, yeah so that that is a lot that's some big shoes to fill Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Yeah. And I I love the evolution, just seeing your growth throughout the process. You know, um, I thought it was a real good moment to see you and Lotto together in that interview. I thought that was beautiful. How did that even come about? Um, Because you guys are on the same label, right? Yeah, we are. um, RCA. I don't really know how it came about, but I know that whenever they asked me to do, because me and Lotto, we were supposed to work on something else. I think she wanted me to be in her video, but I was out of the country. So it was so crazy how... It ended up coming together anyway. We did something together, so that was really dope. But I think they just reached out to us, and we agreed to do it. I, I love to see that unity among you two because it could be, it could go the other way, right? It could be, like, pitting, pitting y'all against each other. We've yeah. seen that happen. But to see y'all come together, two successful young women, and having that interview, I thought that was just, it spoke volumes without yeah. even 
you know, yeah, saying saying, saying that much. Yeah, and I always said that, like, coming into here, in the industry, like, I've always watched videos of, like, Missy Elliott and Aaliyah. I know you, you've seen yeah. a video of them on the photo shoot with yeah. the Brad and everybody. And I just admired that because I'm like, you know, I know we living in different times and it's not the 90s. We have cell phones. Things are different. But, like, I just admire how they all stuck together. It was like they could coexist in the same world yeah. without feeling like it's too many egos yeah. or I'm better than this person. But then again, when you think about it, like... To their defense, like, in that time, they didn't have social media, which was, like, a bunch of kids trying to pit them against yeah. each other. But I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but, like, I just think it's too different. Yeah. And it's crazy because your generation, you can't even pick your nose without a camera being in your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's so true. It's, it's annoying at times, but it's yeah. also part of the job, right? right? It's just about finding that that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the stage name Flo Millie. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? Um, so I got Flo Millie from, like, I used to be in a girl group when I was in middle school, and my name used to be Rose Millie, but <laughs> I don't know, I think I got that from, like, a crayon or some shit, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, after that, I just kind of, like, I'm more, like, I stick to things, like, I've been wanting to do this since I was nine years old, my name been had Millie in it since I was 11, so I kind of kept the Millie in it, and then when I went, like, solo, I just thought flow was cool because, you know, people would just compliment yeah. me on the way I rap and stuff. Like and your that. flow and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I took the W off and I was just like, flow me. I like it. It has a good ring. When did you know, like, you said at nine that you wanted to do it? That's when you knew, okay, music? Yeah. And you started just, what, journaling? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I'm going to be honest. I wanted to be a singer at first. Can you sing? Um, A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I used to have to sing in the church. Like, I was forced to go to choir rehearsal every week, mm-hmm. Bible study. Like, I, w- I had to be in plays. I had to be a part of the Bible Christmas study program. Wednesday, Sunday, yes. two church services on yes. Sunday. <laughs> Literally, like, I stayed in church. So that kind of got me through, like, being nervous in front of crowds because my church was pretty big. And when I was around nine, I guess that's what got me into wanting to be an artist because my mom, she used to do, like, solos in the church, and she would, like shut the church down so wow. I would admire that and my sister like my whole family is just very musically inclined mm-hmm. but they all wanted to be singers well not singers but they all could sing yeah. and I was the only one that couldn't, couldn't sing, sing. <laughs> and I remember being in my grandma's house and I was just crying screaming like why the fuck can I sing like, and I was really upset about it so then I just was like fuck it I'm a rap so then I remember 106 and Park was, like, a big thing mm-hmm. at the time. And, like, I used to see all types of women, from Nikki to Trina to Eve to um, Diamond. Like, just wow. so many women artists just doing it. And I thought it looked so fun. So I think when I turned 11, that's when I decided, like, yeah. And I yeah. would write songs. And, stuff. and you would just write it, like, poetry and stuff like that. And then... Yeah, in my book, I would get, like, uh, notebooks in school. I would just be writing songs. Wow. Stuff like that. I saw you, I wanted to ask you about um, that MTV performance mm-hmm. when you was on stage. Yeah. Um, you had to perform like throughout the entire, it's, it felt like the entire <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, when I, next time I'm going to see her, I'm going to ask her about her stamina because yeah. I know you was tired after that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, but honestly, I was really just happy to be there. Like yeah. the fact that. I was performing there because the year before I went to the VMAs and I was on the red carpet, but actually going from that to performing was like dope. Yeah. So yeah, I was happy. 
Are you still in shock sometimes about the moves? Mm, no. Because no. it's more so of like me just, it's been so long. Like everybody looks at it like, oh, she's only been famous for two years. But me, I've been trying to get this since I was 11. Nine. You just so said you like, fell in love at nine, right? Yeah, at nine. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, finally, I'm seeing something from this. Even though I didn't really take it serious till I got in high school. But yeah. Still, it's just, like, been on my mind for years. But just think about it. A girl who had a dream in Alabama mm-hmm. to being at the VMA's red carpet, to yeah. putting out albums, to signing your record deal, to having one of the biggest managers in the game managing you. Like, those are huge accomplishments for someone so young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Do you true. take the time to really, like, sit back and be like, oh, I'm doing that? It's so sad, but no, I don't. <laughs> like, I'm more so, like, not really beating myself up, but, like, you need. To, I'm always focused on the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. how can I be better? So I guess I don't want to sit in, but I should. Like, I really should, like, actually take that in. Take some of it in. Yeah. And then get get right back on the horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, what do you want to do next? Um, I actually want to get into, like, acting a little bit. I still want to do music. But, like, I want to start venturing off and, like, kind of dibbling with that. Like, I want to start being on TV shows, like, actual acting shows. You can do it. You got you got a little vibe. I can see it. <laughs> Take one. Action. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Probably Baby Boy. Oh, Baby Boy? Yeah. I feel like I could play a role like Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. I could definitely You do could that. definitely do that. From watching your videos, you can... <laughs> Definitely do that. Yeah, that or like, I don't know, like a real, it's sad, but a hood role. Like, I feel like I could master or something like that. I love it. So what's, when's the, um, when's the next project coming out? Have you started working on that? Um, I don't want to say, I'm definitely working on a deluxe to come out first, but I don't want to speak about future projects yet, but I'm definitely working on new music and coming out with Different stuff. Did you think Casita was going to take off the way it did? Honestly, um, I never thought about it, but I knew, like, I loved that song. I just thought, like, I didn't think it was going to take off like that, but I definitely was like, yeah, they're going to fuck with this one. Yeah. Do you feel that when when you're in a studio making music? Is that, like, your thought process behind it? Um... Yeah, especially when I'm when I actually feel it like in my soul, because mm-hmm. like I'm very passionate about music, so I kind of know as long as I love it, I'm like somebody out there gonna love yeah. it. Yeah, because we got the same taste. So if I love it, they gonna love yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm always like that when it comes to a song that I really am like feeling super passionate about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're gonna play a little game. You ready? Yeah. Y'all ready for a game? Yeah. All right. It's called This or That. You have to just like spit it out. You can't think about it. Oh, no. You just have to just answer it. Okay. <laughs> Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Necklace or bracelets? Bracelets. McDonald's French fries or Wendy's French fries? McDonald's French fries. <laughs> <laughs> love or money? Money. <laughs> you don't want to fall in love no time Fuck soon. These niggas. <laughs> You fuck nigga free? <laughs> That's fuck nigga free. <laughs> Sleeping quiet or do you need a little bit of noise? Sleeping quiet. I need quiet. Yeah. Working... Unless it's meditation. Oh, you do meditation? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. Thank you. I'm trying to get into it. You should. I actually could send you some videos, but like, I don't, I'm, I know we playing a game, but I want to tell you something like, 
it's actually I don't know if you ever heard about like Hertz before. Uh-huh. So like music in well, let's just say music, it vibrates on hertz. So I've heard that like 432 hertz is like the happiest frequency. Really? So if you listen to that, like going to sleep, your brain, like you'll listen to that frequency and feel better. So that's I've, why I listen to it. I've tried meditation, but my brain always just keeps wondering. Yeah. I, like it's hard for me to quiet oh, it. Oh, yeah. I definitely had that problem. I know what you mean. Like I don't even know how I got to this point of like I normally just play it when I'm going to sleep. But I just think good thoughts, you know. It's kind of okay. hard, though, when you're not used to it, so I know. Okay. All right, so last question. Um, Working in the morning or night? Morning. Morning, really? Yeah. I would yeah. think night. Night? I feel like we got more energy in the morning. Like, really? Like, oh, my God. No. I hate getting up before 10 really? o'clock. Really? Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Even though I do got to get up at 6 for my son because oh, yeah. he got to go to school, but yeah. oh, my God. You're like, nah, I can't do that. Mm-mm. Don't call me. They be like, can we jump on an 8 a.m. conference call? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can see you after 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hot 97, everybody. Give it up for Flo Millie. for tapping in with me it's tt torad and this is tapping with tt make sure you subscribe will you do that please thank you